Writing and Publishing Stories with teen author Shanti Hershenson. Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good afternoon and welcome, everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host today. I'm very pleased to have with me Shanti Hershenson. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Shanti is a a teen author from right here in Carlsbad, 13 years old and has already published several books. Shanti, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I was doing a little bit of research and background about you, and it said that you've been creating stories since you were old enough to pick up a pencil or a crayon. That, that goes back pretty far. So share with us a little bit about your passion for stories. So I started writing, I think, ooh, like I think first grade, and I had this story called The Cat and the Love, and we had free choice time. And I don't really remember what happened besides I decided, hey, I want to write a book. And I got out all of the paper and the pencils. And I think the most of it was kind of just scribbles because I couldn't really write well. Yeah. But then in the years after that, I started kind of rewriting it, though I don't think I ever ended up publishing that one or a story similar to it. But you had your spark. Mm-hmm. You, you knew from that early age that uh, creating stories was something you wanted to do. Yeah, definitely. It's like I always remember going in bookstores and I was like, I want to write that. I want to write this. Well, that's that's fascinating. You know, a lot of people see that maybe from an art perspective. Oh, I want to draw this or draw that. But you were always attracted to the writing part. Yeah, I've never – I used to want to be an artist too, but then I just decided – writing is cool too. And I can hold this giant physical book in my hand. And I just, from that point on, I want to do that. Very cool. So, so you did, you started writing and I saw somewhere that you had your first two novellas. So smaller novels published by the time you were in sixth grade. Yeah. I wrote those with a friend. I don't really like them because I feel like they're poorly written, but I was 11 and my friend and I, we just started writing together and the books we finished. And I was like, hey, what do you think about publishing this? And he didn't really know what to think, but he thought it was cool. So then I went, I looked up online, how do I publish a book? And of course, I got a million different answers. But the yeah. one I was most drawn to was KDP. And from then, I went through the forms pretty easily. And in about a day later, I had this book and wow. I didn't know what to do with it. That's why I don't I don't know what KDP is. So tell us a little bit about what that is, what that means. So KDP is Kindle Direct Publishing. It's Amazon's mm. platform. So you can get ebooks and print books. I honestly really love how they do their print books. A lot of people don't, I feel like. A lot of bookstores don't at least. Mm. I really love how they make them and the like all the settings you have. And then they also have ebooks. I think they're more complicated because the formatting aspect. Like I just did a poetry book and I had to format it myself and it was complicated. Mm. But the paperbacks, those are my favorite part of it. Those are simpler and, and yeah. Okay. So Kindle, say it, K, Kindle, what is it again? Kindle Direct Publishing. Kindle Direct Publishing. Fascinating. Well, so that provided you that opportunity and, and so and off you went. Now, I did see that um, it looks like you like quite a wide variety of genres. Why don't you share with us a little bit about the different genres? I, I did see what your favorite is, but I'll let you share what your favorite is. So my favorite genre is and was always like science fiction. Mm. I love alien invasion stories. I love space just in general. I used to want to be an astronaut too. So nice. I kind of tried to incorporate that a little. Though I haven't, my characters haven't gone to space yet. They might. Yeah. And <laughs> I've oh, 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 always... Was that like a little teaser to people? They, yeah, they might. They might. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just, 
I used to be scared of aliens, if I remember. Mm. And then when Biomlock came, which is my giant novel, mm-hmm. I decided, hey, I want to write about them. They're scary. They make good villains. <laughs> and then that's how that kind of ended up happening, I feel like. That's great. That's awesome. So sci-fi is your favorite, but you've written, you're not exclusive to sci-fi. Yeah, my most recent book um, was a poetry book, and it was technically in cont- contemporary. It's young adult, mm. and that is definitely not sci-fi. Mm. But I think the main character might like space a lot, and I think she would like science fiction. And the book I wrote before that, a series of novellas called the Xyla Delane series, um, those are actually paranormal fantasy, but they also fall under horror, too. So it's kind of like a crossover between those two genres. Wow, that's interesting. The Zyle Delane, is that how you said it? Yeah. Zyle Delane. Okay. Now, I saw that at one point that was the number one ebook on Amazon's platform for teens. Is that right? Um, for teen and young adult horror for a period of time, I did a promotion on it using this website where it blasted out on newsletters and I had the book discounted for a while. Mm-hmm. And it went crazy. It was number one in a couple of genres and I was just freaking out. I think I had about 2,000 downloads of the book. Wow. At that period of time, and that was over five days, I was freaking out the entire time. <laughs> My sister was having a sleepover then. I was like, hey, guys, look, I just did this. And it was it was insane. That's awesome. That's how uh, so exciting. So you've mentioned a couple times that you're doing a, a book of poetry, and I saw that you've done some poetry at stand-up uh, venues, and um, you have a, a – a topic that is fairly near and dear to your heart. Do you want to share about that a little bit? So the topic I like to write my poems about often is bullying. I see it as this huge problem, especially in my school. And the first poem I ever really wrote was about that topic. Well, at least the first spoken word poem I wrote. And it was Mm -hmm. in sixth grade. And it was after I had gotten really badly bullied. And Mm. I wrote this poem. And then they made us share it at an open mic night. And then from there, I just started being like, well, I want to do more open mic nights. Like, Mm. one's not enough. So then... I started writing more poems, and the second poem I actually wrote, Needles and Thorns, which also appears in the end of um, my poetry book, that one I had written for school, and then I performed it at open mic night once, and then again later, and the second time, I didn't even realize I was going to do it. I was just like, hey, I'll do two. Mm. So that poem is definitely, I think, my favorite, and it's the one I have that's, like, closest to me. Oh, yeah, that's a wonderful, and that's, it's a great topic to to talk about. It's a great topic to bring up because there is too much of that going on. And middle school seems to be the, the place where it happens, uh, you know, the most. I'm, I'm hoping your school situation's gotten a little, little better, I hope. It hasn't, but I'm going to stay in the school to try to make that change because we need anti-bullying systems and we need mm-hmm. to, the students to feel safe. So I've come to realize it's not just me being bullied. It's oh, there are so many kids and a lot of them have been bullied by the same person in our school. So Mm. I've kind of decided that like, I'm going to stay in the school and I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make it safe for everyone. Oh, good for you. That's fantastic. That's really great. So let's talk about um, Biome. Biome Lock. Biome Lock. Okay. So that was your big book. You mentioned that a little bit earlier. Talk to us a little bit about the story for Biome Lock and what readers might find by delving into it. So Biomlock is a dystopian trilogy, um, and it takes place 30 years after this really bad alien invasion where the aliens Mm. end up being in complete control. And it follows mainly this boy named Griffin and his friends Kira and Colette, and they all have secrets of their own. And the aliens, they keep the humans in these biomes, and they're like different kind of nature ecosystems, and they're all captive. They're Mm. stored into separate ones, depending on how they do as a kid in this place called the Institute. 
And what Griffin starts to realize is that he can't just stay in his biome and do nothing when things are happening and his friends are kind of dying. And he has the ability to, he can get around the biomes. They figure out eventually how they can get through the biomes and travel through them. And like, as the story progresses, they start to realize that they can even try to fight the aliens. And it's really chaotic and it's pretty (laughs) cool. And the story, it was originally one giant book, and then it was two books, and then three books. I keep having to split it up. So it kind of follows these, like, story arcs. And the third book is... Third book's my favorite. Wow. So are, are all three complete now? Um, Yes, all three are complete. The first one is going to release in August. Okay. The second one, probably in the fall, and the third one, the winter. In winter, the third one is a lot longer than the other two. Actually, maybe 30,000 words, so 100 pages longer, 200 mm. pages longer than the other ones. And that one is... Like, I will endlessly talk about how that one's my favorite. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so that's, and that's your current um, ones that you're releasing. But the whole nightmare of Zelda Lane was your first. So, tell us a little bit about the storyline there, because that one obviously was received really well on the Amazon ebook platform. So, the Zelda Lane series follows this boy named Aaron, and he, it takes place back in like 2009. And him and his friends are playing outside, and they come across this mansion, and there's like a million rumors about it. And they think it's abandoned, so they play in the front yard. But then this girl comes outside and tells them to get out of there. And they just assume that she's like the daughter of the people that own the property. But as it turns out, she might not even be human, and she Mm. might not even be alive. Wow, how fun. Okay. I I did see that um, one of the things that kind of helped you get really going, maybe supercharged, if we can say, on your writing career was the time during the pandemic. So tell us about that. Like, how did all that come together? Oh, yeah. So during the pandemic, I was kind of miserable at home. Like, I had been doing a lot of um, extracurricular activities, and I had been starting all these things. And then, like, we had a bunch of clubs at school and stuff. Everything got canceled. Mm -hmm. And I was just a mess. I just, I was bored at home, like, being on my phone all day just wasn't suiting it. And I was like, well, hey, I want to write a book. And this is right in the middle of um, July of 2020, where I just kind of just started writing. I think I was at the beach, maybe, and I had this idea for the biomes. Mm. And when I got home, I tried to start writing it, and it just, it wasn't working. And then I added the aliens, I think, like, the next day, and that just made it, like, work. And And it started flowing from there. Took off from there. Wow. So you used that downtime and channeled it into all these creative outlets, huh? Yeah. That's great. So... What's coming up next? What's what's beyond the biomes? What, what's what's around the corner? Give us an inside peek into Shante's you know vision here. So I think my next book that's going to release. Well, the third Zia Delane book is definitely going to release next. But after that, or maybe around the same time, I have a book called The Accidental Insurgent. And this one I wrote. I finished it in sixteen days. I was writing four thousand, five thousand words a day just to finish wow. it. And then I finished editing it a few days later. So now I just have it. I'm looking for beta readers for it and stuff. And that one's probably going to release in the fall, maybe the winter. It depends. I have this whole release schedule. But with The Accidental Insurgent, it's another dystopian book. And this time it's a kind of controlled government. It takes place after a nuclear war. And this is the only kind of civilization left. And what happens is there's this girl named Allie. And she's almost graduating the Enmo school. Or that's their high school. And kind of what happens is she's late to school and she knows being late to school is a crime and she starts to be punished and she's given this choice that could either kill her or keep her alive. But either way, she thinks she's going to die. And then her best, her best friend named Finch tries to help her and that doesn't really go well. 
So she's suddenly hit with all these tragedies and she's just trying to stay alive. There's so much I can't say without spoiling it. There's Mm -hmm. a plot twist like every other chapter in this book. Oh, that's wonderful. Very cool. So I I can't um, let you go without mentioning, uh, because I I share this passion. You have a passion for furry friends, I saw. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like you picked up some extras during um, the pandemic, possibly. So uh, tell us about your kitties. So I have um, a cat named Apollo and a cat named Eclipse, and I have an older cat named Jasmine, and all three of them, they've appeared in a number of my stories. Nice. Jasmine originally had a minor role in Buy Unlocked before I kind of took her out of the story because I didn't want it to slow down the story. And I have written a children's book, actually, about my cats, Apollo and Eclipse, but oh, I kind of, that one, I kind of gave up on, or maybe, I don't know if I really gave up on it as much as I needed to focus on Buy Unlocked. Mm-hmm. So I still have that, and eventually I'm going to rewrite it and publish it because the writing's kind of outdated now. Mm. Very cool. And if people wanted to um, connect with you more directly, what are the best ways for them to get familiar with your writing? Maybe purchase your, I mean, sure, obviously they can purchase stuff at Amazon, but do you have a website they could visit and social media to follow you? Um, yes, my website is shantihershenson.com. And I have all my books on there. I have a blog on there. I don't post much on the blog. I post, I have my own whole release calendar so everyone can see like which books I'm going to release when. Sure. And I have, it just has most of my books. I think it has, it has all of them on there. Though if the books don't have a cover, they're not on there yet. Yeah. And I also, my Instagram is at Shanti Hershenson. And I post, I post pictures of my cats on there. And I post a lot of stuff about my books and all my Instagram stories. Everyone can see how I'll post like daily word count update. I've done this much. <laughs> and I keep everyone kind of in the loop with what's going on. And if people have questions or they want to interact with you about your books, are they able to uh, message you right through Instagram and yeah. you'll respond to them? They can definitely message me. I um I accept all my requests and I will talk to people. I've had teenagers be like, hey, how do I publish a book? Can you help me with this? And I've um, helped them and I've given them the tips that I can give. That's awesome. So 13 years old going into eighth grade, eighth grade and you're here locally in Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. Published six books already or? um I have I can't count them. Five books. Yeah, I just published my fifth one. Yeah. All right. But five with uh, several more already in the works, getting close to dropping. That's fantastic. And a lot of sci-fi and some poetry and some other stuff coming. Anything else you want to share with people out there? I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to come in. And it's Shanti Hershenson, for those of you who want to go look her up and uh, find her website and her Instagram account. She would love for you to follow her and get familiar with her books. I know uh, I have I have some young writers, myself and my family. They haven't uh, taken it as far as you have, but when I told them I was gonna be interviewing you and I told them what you had done, they were very impressed. So I'm gonna connect them to your website and uh, hopefully gain some new readers for your stories through my own kids. And uh, that I hope that inspires them. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, Shanti. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.